The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement How long before gift? a wedding should I send out How many save games the dates? Are in the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Jordan Cooney. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jordan Cooney from Previsible. And this week I am discussing, is AI the death of copywriting? Joining me is David Tile, who is the founder and CEO of Article Writing Company, which is a company that helps customers with high-impact SEO content marketing and thought leadership work. Yesterday, David and I talked about SEO and content marketing in a recession. And today we're going to dive into a conversation around, is AI the death of copywriting? And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's my conversation with David Tile, the founder and CEO of Article Writing Company. David, welcome back to the show. How you doing? That's yeah, it's a pleasure to be back. Awesome. Now, we didn't get a chance to kind of really dive into this in our last episode, but I think it's really important for us to let out our northern accents and talk about things like about and talk about things like bags and you know other really weird ways that we pronounce things that's, you know, in cold places like Wisconsin and Canada, right? Yeah, for whatever it's worth, my wife, she always makes fun of me for my accent. And she, say, she says I, I have almost like a split personality with my accent. And she says, sometimes I sound 
like I'm from New Jersey. Sometimes I'll float into a Texan. Like I'm born and raised in, in Toronto and I, I don't know where my, uh, you know, where the variety of influences come in, but I definitely don't have the classic Canadian accent. I think that in fairness, and there's a lot of cultural influences here that would sort of couch the following commentary, which is I think the classic Canadian accent is really a mix between the the sort of Calgary, Alberta accent that like a Jordan Peterson might have, or the, you know, the hard Eastern Canada accent that you might see. So there there is a, like the trailer park boys, right? Those are, that's the, the sort of the meme on, on the Canadian accent. But my, funny enough, like my wife, she creams me on my accent she just uh, and not not that she's got some weird canadian accent like i just that i don't sound northern or canadian or anything she she uh, well i mean at least you don't sound like the property brothers right i mean that that's where i draw the line so you know that's, that's just not canadian at all so but in any case back on topic here ai and copywriting you know i'll be really upfront right now i'm kind of sick of it i'm kind of sick of all the hype I'm kind of sick of all the LinkedIn posts and all the articles about how this overlord ChatGPT is going to come and basically take care of my children, walk my dog and shave my head. It just doesn't make any sense. And candidly, I think we've gone way too far extreme in our thinking around the utility around such a great piece of technology. But I want to get your point first on kind of how we've gotten here. Like, how did we get to this place from a, as a founder in a, in a content marketing and a content company? Like, how did we get to this place where we've got these technologies and we have this capability to scale AI and content? Yeah, I've been at this for 12 years now. And it's been, whenever I have conversations with anybody about the significant risks in my business or, or whatever, AI has always come up. It's been a topic of conversation for 15 years, right? And I always sort of said, I'll be honest with you, I always sort of said that the human, that real human storytelling is one of the most complex asks from an AI, as in I don't, and you're seeing it right now, right? Like the telling a compelling, dynamic human story is not an easy, even if you prompt chat GPT to, you know, with all sorts of asks in and around emotion or whatever, they're never going to be able to, they're not at the moment, at least able to really give a, a human level case study. Like if you want to, okay, if you want to ask it to tell, to write a, a guide on parenting 101, a story that you could, you know, an article you could pick up 40 million times on the internet, it's going to write you something fairly decent. If you want to ask it about a current event like Kanye West or something silly, it can pick up on, and I'm sure you understand this, it's just regurgitating in, in a new, unique way on, on a story that was written about 90,000 times in the last two hours, whatever, right? But human level, compelling, dynamic content, you need a general AI, like you need an AI that is hardcore compelling. And I think what we have now is just a very specific and narrow AI with ChatGPT. 
that's not to say that you can't ignore it and you can't be, you know, be swimming with the sharks here and, and you know, along the grain or, or whatever analogy you want to pick up. You have to figure out how to use this thing. But it's not, it's just like, you're right. We, it's a fad as in, you know, right, like putting together the LinkedIn slideshow is definitely a fad and that'll, <laughs> yeah. that's probably a blown and it'll die out in the next few weeks. But more importantly, like the, there's, if you're a practitioner, if you're copywriter, you got to figure out what your angle is and how do you rise above? Because again, like I said in, in the last episode, there, there is a fl- copy, generic average copy now, it costs firms zero. There's an infinite flood of generic crappy content now. And that's just the nature of the beast. And so if, if you want to be a copywriter, if you want to be a storyteller, if you want to be a writer, if you're in, in SEO, if you're in digital marketing, etc., you got to understand how to actually stand out from the crowd. And by the way, this isn't really new, right? Like as in, it's sort of always been this way. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. David, you know, that this is great. So, you know, how does this apply to, to article writing company? Like, are there scenarios where you have faced this as a company or, or kind of seen this evolution with respect to AI? Yeah, I'll break it up for you this way. When we first started Article Writing Company, and this is very lucky, I was 23 years old and within, I don't know, three or four months, I ran into a contract with a company called uh, Answers.com, okay? I don't know if you're familiar with them, but back in the day, they were publishing, they were at least procuring 5,000 articles every single week, okay? So we're talking 20 plus thousand articles new articles that they would publish every single month at our peak, you know, within a few months of running into this contract, I, I, you know, I was 23, I didn't really have a company or anything at our peak within a few months of, of running into this contract, we were doing a thousand articles for them every single week. Okay. Now they were paying us 14 bucks, 15 bucks, 16 bucks a piece, something in that range. I can't really remember. And you could imagine, so two things, one, 
a pretty hectic ask for a 23 year old with no team, like nothing, <laughs> like no idea how to actually get that done. Uh, <laughs> but, but more importantly, like the quality of the work wasn't that complicated, right? Like topics were out, were absolutely at, like they were completely outrageous. One article would be on fantasy football, the next would be on some endodontics procedure, right? Like they just <laughs> they just wanted to gobble up and they had formularies, right? They had, okay, we're going to spend $14 and we understand that the average life of the article through our search traffic and our CPM model is going to earn $48.40 or whatever the hell it was, right? So they, it was just a literally just a, a formulaic expression. Obviously, that died because that's not like we were basically just an AI engine for them, right? Like Google was was incentivizing with search traffic these weird little nodes of of massive content production. I mean, I'll tell you another example if you if you will allow me. Sure. One of our big early clients was a super affiliate marketer. Okay, so this guy was doing twenty million dollars a year at his peak up to 2015, 2016. And we were building him four websites a month, okay? We were affiliating everywhere. We affiliated to e-commerce builders. We affiliated to supplements. We even did adult dating. We never touched any of the super dark stuff like payday loans or, or gambling or anything. The websites we would build him would be in the range of 300 to 400 pages. So we're talking a pretty penny as far as content production is concerned. And, you know, there would be guides, there'd be reviews, there'd be all sorts of fun stories that we would tell. And then, and here's where this gets, here's where this gets crazy. In order to support his efforts, so he would launch four websites every single month. Two of them would be DOA because he was a, you know, a black or a gray hat SEO Two of them would be DOA. The other two, they'd end up making hundreds of thousands of dollars for him on right. an annual basis. Right. The, in order to support his link building efforts, he had a private blog network, a PBN, of 12,000, like literally 12,000 siloed different enterprises. So that like... It's just spam, right? Now we uh, like again, we wrote all of the blog content for that, but it's just spam, right? You know, the guy was making a pretty penny and he was making a pretty penny for the folks that were paying him as an affiliate marketer. So the marketing incentive was there. But that's I guess where I'm going here with respect to AI is we're long past the days where Google knows how to say, guys, like flooding the internet with really generic basic content will incentivize that. That's not their objective. Their objective, and rightfully so, is to serve the best answers to the most queries, right? They want to serve the best answer to the user's experience. And that's not born of, of gaming the system. That's not born of, of publishing 40 billion AI articles. It's it's born of telling great stories. Exactly. Oh, and that I think this is such a great example because this is exactly the falsehood that's happening with AI content today. Everybody thinks that it can help you spin up these 12,000 websites or these 12,000 pages or these random topics that you just want to have on your website. But if it's not a great story, Google's never going to rank and it's never really going to have any longevity. It might get you a pop in traffic in the short term, but it has literally no merits in being on the internet. 
And I think that's the comedy of it, right? Like I love to joke with people who are like, what do you think of chat GPT, Jordan? I'm like, I don't want to live in 2021 anymore. All the data and all the information that's powering ChatGPT is 2021. So I don't want to be there anymore. COVID, my kids were sick. We missed Christmas that year. Like, really? I was trying to start a new business. No, thank you. I'm done. I'd like to be in 2023. And so the reality is, unless you know how to leverage this technology to make a great story, you're literally going to end up with your affiliate client website or the deathbed of answers.com, which is no offense to any of these companies, but it's, it's literally just spun up useless content, right? And that, that's what happens when you use these technologies without any real direction. And just to all couch your commentary there, I mostly agree with you, but there's nothing wrong with experimentation, right? As long as you understand if I were Expedia or like any likes of in the SEO of, of those, of those, you know, major enterprise. I wouldn't be doing this, but if you're just toying around with your blog and you're doing some experimentation or whatever, I think that's fun. It's always cool to, to experiment with new toys. And by the way, if you've got a, an AI dog walker, like I'll, I'll take that right? with a, <laughs> with a seven month old at home, it's becoming a little bit more difficult to, to find time to take him to the park. But, <laughs> but my point is like, for sure, we're in the midst of a, an AI revolution. There's going to be a lot of, hype and a lot of flare-ups and a lot of way like there'll be a bubble i mean let's just put it that way but that doesn't mean that we're in 5 10 15 20 years that we're going to be living in a in a dramatically different reality with the help of ai and i think we should we should embrace that and we should put the guard we should put the appropriate guardrails around that and and we should understand especially as creatives and as content marketers etc etc we should for sure understand that and for sure look to leverage the tool in the best way and, and understand where our value actually is now. But I agree, it's, it's so overhyped. Yeah, I think that's a great place to, to end this episode. And it's this beautiful concept of Rock we are in this bubble. I mean, we really have to know that we're in that bubble, leverage it the right way. And as a copywriter, an SEO, what have you, you really got to be fully aware of where it can be a great story or just another piece of garbage thing content. Okay, that wraps up this episode on AI and is it the death of copywriting? Thank you for joining me, David. He is the founder and CEO of Article Writing Company. If you'd like to get in touch with David, you can find his LinkedIn profile in our show notes or you can contact him on Twitter. His handle is David Tile, T-I-L-E or visit his company website, article-writing.co. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com awt. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.